0: Sure, change, Tide fans, welcome once again to the University of Alabama Adapted Athletics Podcast. Uh, This week is going to be brought to you by our great friends at U.A. Early College. Uh, We're very thankful for their support and everything that they do for us. With me here is co-host, Ms. Sean Burns. Now, if you listened to our uh, live event this past week with our tennis event, you know that Coach Burns went one and one this week, this past weekend. So, hey, congratulations, Coach.
1: Hey, I appreciate it. It's good to be back. Hey,
0: you know, it's I'm glad to not be the there, worst cause... player
1: on the team. That goes to Shelby this time. It's awesome.
0: Ooh, a little <laughs> trash talk to get it going this morning. Hey, I Heck appreciate yeah. it. Um, you know, I will say this. I'm very thankful that you won because I really did not want to have to take the time out of my day to go look for a co-host. So, um, you know, hey, I know I, I, are... I did not want to disappoint you when you couldn't find one. They, they, listen, there are people that are chomping at the bit to come be the co-host <laughs> of this podcast. and I'm going to tell you that right now, all right? But mm-hmm. no, in all seriousness, real happy you won. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about this, this past weekend's uh, events? I know we had our three-on-three. Three. Uh, that was fantastic. And um, then, obviously, our tennis event. That was also fantastic, I thought, as well.
1: Yeah, well, let's kick it off with tennis since we're on that subject. Um, it was a good night. We had... Uh, Another close battle between the Crimson team and the white team. Uh, white team won four matches this time. Crimson team won three. Um, but they were all really close. Um, the deciding match that ended up, you know, deciding who won the the event was between, you know, Carolina and Ryan. They played um, Lauren and Alex, and it was a great match. It went three sets. It was really fun to watch. It was one of the only ones I got to watch because I was playing at the same time um but it was also you know the first time that we had a live stream tennis event and so you know i'm sure that a lot of the tennis families were glad to get to see their their athletes play and you know their kids play and so it was cool It was a great event it was a lot of fun um and i think you know a good tune-up for their matches that are coming up next week versus um some opponents from north carolina south carolina and Georgia. So uh, it was good. And then the three on three uh, was a lot more um, entertaining, I think, than I expected. Um, On paper, I think some of the teams you didn't expect to perform as well as they did really outperformed. And it was pretty cool. It was a lot of fun to watch kind of um, the different team dynamics. Some of them were very like one player centered and they were able to rally off some wins and and kind of make a run at the final um, you had some pretty good overall teams where it was a little bit more balanced kind of scoring that, you know, made a run at the finals. And it was, it was cool. It was a nice entertaining championship game came down to a last second shot just didn't fall. Um, but it was cool. I thought one of the, the most fun things about it was kind of the free throw shoot off into yep. of those yep. games. Uh, so kind of, you know, soccer style, something that, you know, you don't see much in basketball or, you know, so it was cool. It was a lot of fun. And I think everybody um, played well. I think everybody had a good time and, um, you know, I hope if you guys tuned into the live stream that you guys found um, the three on three entertaining as well as, you know, our first tennis match.
0: Yeah. You know, and kind of go back to a little bit of that tennis match since we talked about it first, you know, um haven't gotten to the live stream. So, not an expert whenever it comes to tennis. Um, not gonna <laughs> pretend to be. I uh, kind of gave everybody that caveat before, you know, I was letting them know, hey, look, not this is my first rodeo here. Um, I know some of the families, you know, some of the athletes came to me and said, you know, uh, you know, it was awesome. They really loved it, they enjoyed it, like you were saying. And mm-hmm. then uh, you know, so I asked Thomas, you know, uh, he's one of our players here at Alabama. And I asked him, you know, I said, Hey, you know, did your family uh, enjoyed the live stream? He goes, Yeah, they love watching me play. And he goes, uh and then they asked uh if the guy who was doing the announcing, if uh he if he had very minimal tennis experience or something, you know, something. Like that and I was just like, I don't and he goes, Man. Hey, I was just like, Yeah, yeah, he does. And I said, Hey, thanks, Thomas. Thanks for having my back there, bro. That's
1: got a bruise that you go, huh? Yeah,
0: dude, listen. When when you you've been doing this as long as I have, it doesn't it doesn't bother you. You <laughs> have to take the blood. I took yeah. it as awesome constructive criticism you know yeah. you can't you can't get down and out <laughs> it just is what it is um that's right you'll be better next time yeah yeah hey absolutely absolutely always and the then you know,
1: yeah
0: and then um to go back to our little basketball stuff you know 3 on 3 was awesome i loved it it was really cool um one of the things i did like was one of the teams came out dressed up in like uh outfits you know obviously halloween but you know they came out dressed as a uh, dressed as their team theme. Uh, I thought that was really cool. And then um, the Cowboys is that who they were? Yeah, I think it was the Cowboys, the Northern Cowboys. Is, I think is yeah. what they called themselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then because um, that was Mora, uh, Eliason, and Rosie. Um, yeah. And then another thing that I also enjoyed was getting to see some of the individual stuff for each athlete. You know, for you know here recently you know last year like, you know we we expect the people who always perform to perform and they did exactly that I thought Kate played really well Lindy played really well I think Lindy may have had one of the uh, better individual performances in their semifinal matchup and it came just a little bit short where I mean it felt like every single shot that the guy took was going in like it just didn't matter it was it was it was honestly just like a shooting clinic Um and then one of my favorite parts, and what I loved the most, was getting to watch some of the athletes who maybe in that five on five setting in recent previous years haven't had the opportunity to kind of showcase the things that they're capable of doing, just because, you know, just with roles and, and, and them kind of having a different th- uh, role in that aspect this past weekend. Um, I love watching Anthony Harris really knocking down some shots um mm-hmm. I know how hard he worked so it was great like it was awesome seeing that and you know he was hitting shots pretty consistently throughout the whole tournament and it was great to see and then um you know I think it's you could probably argue that Abraham had the biggest shot of the whole whole event <clears throat> with that game tying three as as time mm-hmm. was running out I mean Uh and and you know, just a humble brag here a little bit, you know, I said on the live stream leading up to that game and before that game that I thought Abraham was going to be the difference maker in that game. Mm -hmm. And hey, he ended up putting double digit points up, hit the game tie in three. I mean, he ended up popping off, making me look like I actually know what I'm talking about there. So quick shout out to him. It's really appreciated there. (laughs) So see the ego, the ego went up there. The tennis, the tennis comment, you know, kind of Brought down, but I I'm gonna pick it right back up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) That's not (laughs) unexpected. (laughs) um, But yeah, so last weekend's events were fantastic, and you know we've got a uh, we've got a big weekend coming up. Uh, We've got you know our first five on five scrimmages here, uh, or match or games here this this weekend on Thursday and Friday, uh, starting at three thirty. What are what are you looking forward to here?
1: Yeah, just looking forward to seeing the guys kind of play in like a full game aspect where the fouls count. Uh, you got timeouts, halftime. Uh, it's a full 40-minute game. So we're going to work on, you know, game game scenarios. Um, they've prepared a lot of five-on-five five scrimmages and practice and things like that. So it won't be too different than maybe that in the big scheme of things. But like being able to have, uh, real officials and just a real game experience I think will help them get some of those jitters away from all the time being off since uh, last March you know going into next weekend and the weekend after that where we have four um, pretty big games against solid opponents um, you know with to being college teams on you know November 19th and November 20th. So I think it's going to be a good kind of tune up for those. And I'm excited to see a lot of guys do be in different roles and be out there for 40 minutes because it's going to be five on five um you know everybody has to play. So it's going to be yeah, no. it'll be cool. Um, it's going to be a yeah. good experience.
0: Yeah no absolutely I'm looking forward to that as well. It's going to be awesome for both teams. Um, and uh, you know, you talked a little bit about some future stuff. Now, we've got a big interview this week with uh, tennis. Uh, tennis senior captain is uh, Lauren Hops. She's She's in grad school. Uh, she we have her as our. She's the captain on our tennis squad. Lauren Hops. Uh, we're pumped up about her. Um, and then also next week's podcast could be could be kind of could be kind of interesting. Pretty cool. We've got a we've got a uh, we've got a guest coming on that we're really excited about. That we're going to be. Uh, talking about further on our social media platform you know uh, um, it's uh, one of those things that it's unique for us uh, we think it's going to be unique for them so we're really excited mm-hmm. about that but uh, you know like I said listen our big interview this week with senior uh, grad student Lauren Hopps. Uh so let's go ahead and get right into that uh, Tide fans we really hope that you enjoy the interview. All righty Tide fans so Welcome to our interview here with Lauren Hopps. Uh Lauren, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, no, uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time. We know that you're busy with grad school, being the captain for the tennis team. You know, we know you've got a lot going on. So uh, just get into it. You know, the first thing I was always, I'm curious about and one thing that we've been talking to uh, anybody that comes on to our podcast and even a little bit on our live streams. Uh, just curious, when when did you start playing it and uh, how what was that like for you?
2: Yeah, um, I started playing when I was in seventh or eighth grade. Um, I actually had an adapted PE coach that would, you know, work with me in our PE class and um, kind of Get me integrated into the class and he he kind of saw this competitive drive in me and he said hey you know like if you haven't tried out like adapted sports before you really should like I think you would be really good at whatever you choose because of your competitive drive um and so he's like if you haven't tried out wheelchair basketball try that and um I, I you know I tried it. it wasn't for me I tried swimming and then finally um there was a group down in San Diego that played wheelchair tennis um twice a week So I went out, and they got me in a chair, gave me a racket, um, and, you know, it was just a great group of people to start learning the sport from, and I kind of just fell in love with it from there, Um, and then I played just recreationally, just for fun for a little bit, and then um, in high school, I played on my able-bodied high school girls tennis team for four years, um, and then didn't start competing in wheelchair tennis tournaments until I was probably a junior, um, in high school and started playing just nationally. Um, and then towards the end of my junior year, beginning of my senior year is when I was, um, starting to be recruited by university of Arizona and university of Alabama, um, at a tournament, I met our head coach, um, now Evan Enquist. And he said, you know, you should come out Come out to Alabama, see what the campus is like. Let us show you what the program is like, um, and then that's when that's when I decided to to come on out to Alabama, and I I love it so much, and it's been it's been amazing.
0: What what was that like? So you said that you've played like uh, you know you said you played tennis before you went into and transitioned into wheelchair tennis. What was that like for you playing wheelchair tennis with that group?
2: Yeah. Playing with able-bodied players, I think is always a little bit different. I think any wheelchair tennis player that you ask can kind of, can kind of say that. Um, but, you know, being on a team um, and playing for my high school was just so much fun. I not only was learning the sport, but I was like building these relationships and knowing what it means to be part of a team. Um, so yeah, that was, that was amazing. It really, it pushed me and um I think prepared me for the next level of competition in so many different ways. So I'm thankful for that.
1: So what was kind of like that transition? Like you come to Alabama and now everybody's on a, in a wheelchair and plays wheelchair tennis. Um, You know, you don't really play with this able-bodied person anymore. Was that different? Like how, what was that like for you to kind of just be immersed in like a different kind of environment for your tennis play?
2: Yeah. Um, no, it was amazing. I mean, I got to the university and I had known Shelby before I got to, um, to Alabama before, but, but yeah, it was, it was great because it's like everyone kind of has the same understanding of competing in a chair and what that's like. And, um, again, being a part of that team, um, you know, it was just, it was a great experience, a great transition for me. Um, I really felt like I was supported well, um, and still continually, I mean, I've still, this team has been everything to me. Um, but yeah, that transition was, was really great because everyone was so supportive. Everyone, everyone is on the same page kind of and is pushing each other. Um, so yeah, it was, it was great.
1: Who, um, who would you say kind of made the biggest impact on you with just helping you transition from California mm-hmm. to Alabama and then, you know, joining Alabama wheelchair tennis?
2: Yeah. Um, honestly, like I said before, Shelby Shelby has been a huge, huge, <laughs> she's made an impact on my life a lot. She's on the mm-hmm. national team um, kind of with me and and she really helped make sure that when I got to Alabama that I was, you know, a comfortable part of the team. And, you know, was, she was so much more of a friend than more than just a teammate, like it was, she was there to support me. Um, and Evan as well, like Evan has always been really supportive of all of our team members. Um, so I really felt like as soon as I got here, like I was kind of just family. So that was a really, really great, um, great thing to have going for me.
0: Yeah. You, you just talked a little bit about it, you know, with talking about sh- with Shelby being on, uh, you know, or what, you know, with Team USA, what is it like having that person who is, has competed at this incredibly high level now that you're saying is now a teammate you know good friend but now also she's an assistant coach what is that like for you and and how does that help you as a player
2: yeah I mean I think now the role that she's in she's just taking a larger part in in leading us and and stepping up and and teaching us on court but I've kind of always I've kind of always looked up to her and um learn different things from her on court so it's kind of just in a different setting it's kind of just now I'm not so much it's not so much teammates but I look up to her more now as a coach and she is taking on higher leadership roles um so it's like all right Shelby's Shelby's got the drill today like let's go let's see what she's got (laughs) um yeah and she she does push us as players a lot and so I really enjoy that um you know she wants us to be the best that we can be and so I think as as an assistant coach she's done a really good job at teaching us and pushing us and just encouraging us so I really appreciate that from her
0: yeah and yeah no and I mean that's that's awesome um that y'all are able to have that person who has competed at such a high level and then also now is putting that time effort and energy into y'all um so I was just curious you know I talked a little bit about it um, at the start, you know, talking a little bit about you. Uh, so I know you're in grad school. What, how How's grad school going um, with you also with your tennis? Because I know that can be a little bit overwhelming at times.
2: Yes, I think it's definitely been pushing me. Um, you know, I'm, I've been out of my comfort zone a little bit, but I think I've been growing so much from it. It's definitely, I think the workload is a little bit heavier um, than undergrad, but I've been able to manage it pretty well with, um, with, you know, like practices and competitions. And we haven't been traveling um, this semester because of COVID. So that's been a little bit easier um, to deal with, but yeah, it's still like, still like dealing with that time management and being sure like, Hey, okay, I know I have a competition coming up this Friday. I know I need to have all my work um, done ahead of time, you know, for, for all my classes or things like that. Just, just managing my time and knowing that, you know, tennis also is going to take a priority. And so I have to just be good about that and be sure I'm getting my work done as well. You know, school is a very, very, very high priority. So, so yeah, but I feel like overall it's been, even though sometimes it's a little bit overwhelming, I think I've been handling it okay.
1: Since you brought up the C word, I have to ask, how has COVID kind of affected your schooling and playing tennis? Has it helped? Has it hurt? Has it made it harder? Like, how, how has that been for you? I know it's different for everybody.
2: Yeah. Um, I've kind of thought a lot about this because it has affected our team specifically in both positive and negative ways. I think, like, you know, with all the seizures that we have now, um, you know, being able to play and train safely, you know, sometimes I can get a little frustrating, but I think really the time that um, we didn't have on court is what gave us this greater appreciation for, um, you know, being able to train and, and compete now. Like I think all of our teammates get on on court and they're just so grateful for every, um, every minute we have out there. You can see the drive and you can see how – intentional everyone is being um just because we know that we're in a very fortunate spot to be training and competing um and then with school like definitely it's it's been a little bit of a learning curve like having to take classes online um i'm i'm more of an in-person interactive hands-on gal when it comes to school so that's been a little bit challenging but overall um you know i manage well i feel like and um it's just learning to deal with with what you've got and kind of making the
0: best of it. Yeah. I know that's, I, I can attest to the the craziness with the school, only because our, our, a lot of our athletes, that's one thing that they've discussed is, you know, it's not as necessarily hands-on now. I think every, every single one of them we've talked to, it's everything's basically been online and um, that's a big difference for them. Um, and, you know, you talked a little bit about, it affecting you and your teammates and, um, you know, I guess like what they were focusing now more on the court, but you know, what has it been like off the court for all of you? Cause I know that there's a lot of the times where our teams, they do a really good job of bonding. Their seems to always have a good chemistry. They're always hanging out, spending time with one another, you know, doing the normal college kid, you know, college athlete, college kid things. What has that been like for you guys? Not necessarily, being able to do those things that you would normally do.
2: Yeah, we've definitely um, had to get a little bit creative. Um, We definitely want to maintain, you know, our friendships and our relationships um, and maintain that social aspect of the team. So we've been doing things like going out on the quad and like having lunch or dinner together, um, you know, and then this past Halloween, Evan did a fun like social distance, like little team, game gathering thing that was, you know, we were having fun and doing things as a team while staying safe. Um, so I think it's just being creative with what we're able to do, um, and still maintaining that social interaction, but it's also just being so intentional about, you know, checking up on your teammates and like, even, even in the times that we're in right now, like ensuring that everybody is still doing well and you know, that, that no one's struggling. And I think everyone's been intentional in um, just making, making sure that we don't lose that social aspect.
0: As, now, with you being the captain, is that something that, you know, that you kind of talk to them about? Or do you think that everybody, like you were saying, knows what's going on, knows what they have to do, and that that's not really something that you have to sit there and reiterate to your fellow teammates?
2: No, I think that our team does a really good job of it. Um, one of our goals, one of our goals as a team this year is to, to you know, be sure that we know each other as players um, and, you know, and other things we're working on on court and, and things like that. But I think that all of our teammates just have great friendships and, um, and I don't think we ever have to tell anyone like, Hey, can you be sure to check up on this person or like whatever, you know, like I think that the, the relationships that we have are, they're pretty strong and everyone, you know, we care for each other. And so I don't think we've had an issue with that, um, you know, dealing with COVID and everything.
0: Right, 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 right. So going back a little bit to your teammates here, you know, we talked to a uh, lot, we've talked some, you know, you're talking about um, them and the things that they're doing on the core. Like everything is, uh, I think you said intentional. Like what do what you mean by that whenever you say that?
2: I think just like going out to every practice with a purpose. Um, I think that we all have individual goals that we're working on. And so going out with that, those goals in our mind and like, you know, staying fresh in that and knowing that like, okay, this is what we're going to be working on today uh, within the drill. Like, you know, everyone has individual goals. And so the that time that's spent on court now is just so much it's just filled with more purpose, I think, than than in the past um, in the past seasons. I think we've done a really good job at maintaining, um, you know, working towards those goals, and as teammates, like knowing each other's goals and knowing how we can push each other, help each other on court. And so, like, yeah, that's just been that's just been really huge. And I can I can see a difference in you know if if I'm talking I'm with talking them and they say. Hey, you know, like I'm working on this skill, or, or you know, my backhand slice, or whatever. I can see that shift in their mindset. To okay, this is what I'm really gonna focus on this practice, or like you can see it come through in their training. Um, so that's been that's been really huge.
0: That's that's a good mindset to have. I'm sure that your coaches, one, they probably see it. I wouldn't doubt that. Um, but then two. They're, they're very uh, there's no doubt that they're very appreciative of that as well um you know and, and talking a little bit now you know we've had two events so far this season for you guys um what what has that been like what has it been like getting to go out there I know that you've talked about having that appreciation to being able to practice and have but outside of that what has it been like for you guys to get out there and compete
2: I mean it's been amazing I think that since the start of August, we've all been working really hard and pushing ourselves and pushing each other and working on new skills specifically because since we haven't been um, traveling because of COVID, we have time to dive in deeper into developing um, some of those skills we feel like need to be developed. And so taking all that time and working on that and then having an opportunity in competition to Um, kind of showcase those things that we've been working on has been huge. And I feel like it's done a lot for, for our, our match play game. It's done a lot for our mental game. It's done just like huge things for our team. Um, And we can see it. We're just, it's, I've certainly been pumped up about it. I think all my teammates have been, it's been a really great opportunity. Um, So yeah, we're, again, we're super, super thankful for that.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, you know, This last event, you had two teammates after I was talking with Evan on the live stream that between Thomas and Jeremy that have never played together before. And I believe they ended up winning their match between, I think it was Shelby and Tyler, if I remember correctly. I
2: think so, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, What is that like knowing that there's a, that, that potential is there where you've got two teammates who might be matched up together moving forward that have never, that have never played with one another but now there is that success that is kind of like a, there's not going to be that that second thought moving forward that you're gonna have the confidence in your two teammates who had played together before that they're gonna figure it out and they're going to get the job done
2: yeah I think you know going back to how as teammates like we we like to know each other as players and I think that even though they had never played together um, Thomas and Jeremy that they got on court and they know how, they know how they work. Like they know Thomas knows how Jeremy works. Jeremy knows how Thomas works and what he's working on, how, like what his strengths are. Um, And I think those two just complement each other very well. Um, I think also their communication is really great because they're such good friends. Um, And I think that, that, that does a lot. So I think those things, and then their drive, just their, they, they don't give up. So all those things together, I think, is what led to their success. Um, and it's it's really great to see.
0: Yeah. Now, what is it like? So Thomas is the number one men's Canadian player. Um, what is that like, having a teammate like that?
2: I mean, it's great. Thomas is a really, really great player. I have a lot of respect for him. Um, it's It's really great having that high of a level of tennis out on the court because it pushes me me. Um, any opportunity I have to play with him you know I always play better (laughs) in my matches when I'm playing someone that has a higher skill level than me I feel like um like I said before it it pushes me to to work harder um I don't know just in the matches it's it's great to you know have a different receive a different type of ball like fast-paced ball something switch it up a little bit push me out of my comfort zone um, it's all those things and you know Thomas is just a really great competitor really great teammate, great athlete um, so yeah we we really appreciate it, Thomas
0: yeah yeah well I'm glad you guys appreciate it that's that's good uh, <laughs> that, that, hey, that's 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 so refreshing to hear <laughs> So you know, Warren, you know we're dude, hey, you've got we've got an event coming up as well for you guys, what what are you looking forward to in that? I mean, obviously, look, we know you like competing, so we know you're going to say competing. But what <laughs> else are you looking forward to in that uh, that upcoming event?
2: I think it's going to be um, it's going to be a great match because we have players coming from out of town that um, you know we typically see on the tournament circuit um, at other tournaments, and so it's going to be good to see those people again. Um, I think we have people from North Carolina. Um, south carolina and then georgia coming i think so it'll be really great to see those guys have a different type of um different type of play going on different type of ball uh, so i think we're we're all really excited about that it's going to be i think a really good weekend
0: yeah no that's that's big and then you know we talk, we were talking a little bit about this before we started our recording here um and you mentioned it uh, talking about traveling you said a year ago today that y'all were, y'all were on your way or y'all were getting ready to go on your way to go to Mexico to compete in a tournament.
2: Yes, we were. We were in Mexico City, I think. Yeah. So that's,
0: yeah, that, that just shows a little bit of how crazy things can get. But, but also I do want to know this, what is it like though, having gotten to go to a place, you know, like say like Mexico City and stuff like that, just to go compete, you know, to go compete?
2: I mean, it's, it's awesome. Um, Having that experience, especially traveling as a team and experiencing those things, Um, going to a different country, seeing all the culture, but also getting, getting to play tennis and compete. It's just like, it's, it's, it's the win-win. It's it's just an amazing opportunity. We're learning so much about life um, while also playing tennis and getting to experiencing, experience these things as a team um it's a really really great great opportunity i really miss traveling so much with them
0: well uh hopefully moving forward this spring (laughs) that those opportunities will be there yeah i hope so you were saying were you saying something uh coach
1: no i just i can relate to that because you know used to traveling as well around this time and we yeah nobody's doing that right now it's just weird um so
0: yeah, Just yeah. No,
2: like,
0: do what nothing go ahead <laughs> oh okay sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you <laughs> Jeez, don't have to get an attitude about it but all right <laughs> well lauren uh you know we realize that you you have a lot going on and you've got a lot and uh, with school and stuff so we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day hopping on here uh joining us um means a lot to us i know our fans are going to appreciate it. Your family is probably going to appreciate getting yeah. to hear your voice. And I'm sure they're going to tune in and listen to the podcast, or at least I hope they sure.
2: do. No, I'm sure they <laughs> do.
0: Yeah, I mean, I hope they do at least. But um, it means a lot. So, uh, listen, enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, go knock out all your schoolwork. Yeah. And uh, thank, thank you once you guys again so for much. Tuning in. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. See you, Lauren. Okay. All righty, Coach Burns. So that was that was awesome. One of the things that you just mentioned, I, and I kind of want you to talk a little bit about this because you did a little bit there. Uh huh. That traveling aspect and that getting to really spend a lot of time with your team. What what was what was that like for you as an athlete, and even now having that year of experience, getting to do it as a coach?
1: Um, I think it's just you know you're around the same people. Um for basically, you know, anywhere from 24 to, I don't know, 72 hours in a weekend. And it's just, you get to get to know people, you get to talk to them, have fun, you get to see them, Uh, you know, you get to learn about like what their hobbies are and and kind of just see, you know, what they're interested in. I think that's probably the, probably some of the most fun things about team sports is just getting to know your teammates and getting to be around them and kind of experience your experiences with them um you know outside of games in the game it's just it's it's a fun kind of environment to be around and um man i hope we can do it soon
0: yeah no i'm i'm with you 100% um you know we've got uh, we've got our we've got some events coming up uh this will be released on uh, on Thursday so th- this will be released on our uh, game day date this week um our, or at least our first day of our events starting at uh 3:30 You'll be able to tune in at uh, crimsontideonline.com. And also you'll be able to find it on our actual website at Alabama Adaptive Athletics. And you'll be able to go in. You'll just be able to hit the watch tab. It'll take you directly to our live stream. But one thing I'm interested here, Coach, is with our our, uh, event this weekend, um, you know, I'm excited to get to watch y'all play some five-on-five. So this will be that first, even though it's inter, it's going to be inter-squad, it's going to be five on five. I'm excited to get to see that. You know, we've got to see a little bit of some individual skill work from each of the athletes. We then got to, got to see a little bit of that three on three aspect, um, where it's you know it was it was mixed squads and stuff where you had guys and girls playing with one another. Um, what are you looking forward to as a coach from your squads and you know moving them forward through this weekend? Um I feel like just
1: to see the stuff we've been working on um and to kind of just see us in like an actual game environment because we've played 5 on 5 in practice and things like that but we haven't played 40 minutes with refs with timeouts with a halftime um you know what I mean like we haven't done any of that so I'm excited to see that I'm excited to see how um you know some of our lineups look together Um, And and just to kind of just see everybody play, I just want to see good execution and good kind of fundamental basketball that we've been working on, Um, even though it is against ourselves. um, But I think it's going to be a valuable experience and kind of get that a little bit of those first game jitters out before we start playing ABC Medical next weekend, and then we play Auburn and UTA the weekend after that. So I think it'll be good. Nice little tune-up. Um, you get to introduce the the referee aspect and kind of just the game feel. Um, but it's still kind of a practice where we can work on things and get better.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm sure uh, the, the guys are going to be a lot happier no longer having to deal with the whistle from Coach Ford uh, during practices and stuff.
1: Hey, we don't blow the whistle.
0: Uh, now I, I've seen you guys practice. There is undoubtedly 100% of the calls are completely agreed. You know the athletes agree with them 110% oh,
1: every single time. You're right. Never,
0: never have they been frustrated, irritated with a call. <laughs> never. But I, I will say this: even though it's practice, I I appreciate things like that. Now, obviously, you don't want them sit there arguing with you and Coach Ford, and you know what I mean. But I do. One thing I do appreciate is even though it's practice. They're that intense. They're that focused. They're, yeah, you know, they 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 still want to like they still want to win because y'all y'all keep score during your drills. Uh yeah, I mean most uh, most of the five and five stuff, yeah, we'll keep score. Yeah, so to me, it's it's awesome. You know, they're they're already at that high competitive level because obviously you don't want to lose to your teammates out of all people because you're Mm -hmm. they're they're going to let you hear about it in the locker room after practice and stuff. Well, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> Not necessarily, and we don't, we can't have everybody in there in the locker room now at once, but you know what I mean. You hear about it on the court when it happens. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I just, but yeah, I appreciate that competitiveness. And like I said, even, don't, don't get, a, don't get disrespectful to your coaches, but that competitiveness where yeah. it's just like, look, we want to be, we want to be better. You know, we just want to win. So, yeah. That's what it is. Um, yeah, Everybody no, but I'm looking forward crying. to this weekend. I think uh, one of the things uh, that that we talked about in the, our introduction for here for the podcast um, was, you know, with that three-on-three event, there are a lot of individuals who kind of got opportunities to do things that maybe they haven't gotten to do before. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, one of those people that kind of uh, stood out and not that... Everybody didn't perform well because I thought everybody honestly played really well, pretty consistent throughout their uh, games and stuff this yeah. past weekend. But one of the guys was uh, Anthony Harris. You know, you know, throughout the season, the previous season, you know, uh, he never like he never really shot like that mid range shot or that short to mid range mm-hmm. shot. And it felt like during that three on three event, one he got the opportunity to shoot a little bit more, but like he was knocking it down. And I know, I know that he was, you know, I know from having gotten to work with the team as a manager, you know, the past two seasons helping with rebounding and things like that, they're shooting or working with him. I know how much effort he puts into his shot and like trying to get better. He works hard. So to me, honestly, it was refreshing to see kind of that come to come full circle a little bit last week. Yeah. I mean, he's one of our,
1: he's a hard worker. He likes playing. He's fully invested, um, and I think it shows that, you know, you, you always see spurts of it in practice, and so it was kind of cool to see it in a game, and it helped his team for sure. Um, kind of his team was one of those teams, like I said earlier, that overperformed, so um, it was cool to see. Um, I like seeing guys kind of take advantage of their situations, and, and he was able to do that, so.
0: And hopefully, and it should be for him, you know, a confidence booster moving forward. You know what I mean? So that way, whenever he's put in that situation now, it's he takes that shot with confidence or he takes these shots with confidence. Um, And then also, uh, you know, with these uh, upcoming events, I'm just, I tell you, I'm really excited about also getting to see all the freshmen from both the men's and women's team kind of Mm -hmm. come together in that five-on-five setting. I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity for them to showcase what they can do, and it'll be interesting. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the cool thing about it is everybody
1: is basically going to play the whole time. So everybody's going to have to – it gives everybody experience where it's just like in a normal game, only five people are out there at a time. This game, all ten people are going to be out there playing back and forth. So it'll be good for a lot of people to um, kind of work on some things that they may not necessarily get to do in their role as if they were to get be subbed in in a regular game. So I think it'll be good for development. I think it'll be good just to kind of see everybody compete and try new things. And, yeah, I mean, I I hate to keep saying I'm excited for this, but I, I am. Like, I'm excited to see that. excited to see those guys and you know I don't see the girls on a daily basis so it'll be cool to see them kind of um, where they're at as a team because they have more new people than we do Uh, we only have one freshman and you know four sophomores so it'll be cool to see all those moving parts kind of in action for basically 40 minutes the whole game
0: yeah no absolutely and um, you know those events will, uh, they start at three 30 on Thursday and Friday. So there'll be two games on Thursday and Friday, three 30. And then I think the start time is predicted around five, five thirty, 30. Yeah. Five 30. Um, so incredibly excited about that. Like you have said, and, uh, you know, we're also very thankful for all the people that, uh, came in and, uh, hopped on our live stream today and came in and spoke with us, um, and uh, we, could, we we're very like I said very thankful for that. So, uh, Tide fans, we really hope you have uh, enjoyed this podcast here today. We really hope that you tune into our live stream. Uh, you can also follow us on all social media platforms on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and um, you know it's it's just the University of Alabama adapted athletics. You can just search that; will pop up. Uh, you can hit us with the follow. Um, they'll probably give you an option to turn on some notifications, so that way you're able to kind of get immediate uh, alerts for whenever we post something new we'll be we doing we do our game day graphics we do uh um player highlights uh, we talk about a recap of events previews of events so be sure to tune in to uh tune into us there on our social media as well um coach burns once again thanks for coming on being our co-host uh i'm glad i didn't have to look for a new co-host this week that's 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 pretty <laughs> relieving um That's so right. but yeah once again type ends we really hope you are, you're enjoying our podcast we thank you for your continued support and uh we hope that you all have a nice rest of your day and roll tide roll tide